0: Give your intentions attention, period, and they will happen. Instead of obsessing over any pop culture jargon of the time, attract, not chase. This is a Soul Fire production. You are listening to episode 149 of Yes And with me, Judy Holler. This episode is brought to you by our studio sponsor, Advocare, a community that provides world-class products, education, and inspo, inspiration designed to help you look better, feel better, and perform better. You know, all things I'm about and this show is about too, which is why I'm obsessed. And guys, we have a code shop and save using feel Better 15 That's One 15 to get discounts and support this podcast when you do. Link in the show notes to shop and save. All right, y'all, speaking of Advocare, did you know you can win a bundle of my favorite Advocare products? And all you got to do is leave a review of this podcast on iTunes, screenshot it, and send it to me at hello at judyholler.com to get entered to win. Yo, we are going to ship all the cool stuff right to your front door. We're going to pick a couple every month. So what a great opportunity for you to try out Advocare and support This podcast. Your reviews mean and matter so much. So, yo, I wanna reward you for that. Plus, Advocare is one of my favorites. Their biofuel, their pre-workout, their protein. Yo, I pour that protein in my smoothie. It's so good. So, all stuff that has been a game changer for me, certainly since I started lifting. But I mean, I'm obsessed and I want you to give it a try. So try before you buy, babe. All you gotta do, leave a review, screenshot it, send it to me at hello at judyholler.com, and I'm picking a couple a month, and we ship it right to your front door. All right, on to the show. Flow, flow. We hear a lot about flow in the world today. Um, Every time I say the word flow, I think of that Beastie Boys song, Slow and Low. Um, You know it, you know it, right? Slow and low, that is the tempo, let it go. Let yourself flow, slow and low. Okay. I am not a singer, but now you gotta go uh search up that song on iTunes. It's a vibe, it's a vibe, and I love the V the Beastie Boys, but um slow and low, that is the tempo. Let it flow, let yourself go, right? So, you know, um uh, from the beastie boys to a lot of pop culture, um, jargon today. We hear a lot about flow. Okay. And I know you know it. Let it flow. Be in flow. Your business should feel in flow. Flow, not force. uh, Attract, don't chase, all this stuff. And here's the thing. If you're anything like me, I have always sort of been, and I'm just going to be fully transparent here. I've always sort of been like, okay, what? what the fuck does that even mean? Now I get what the Beastie Boys are saying because it is all about flow. When you think about being a good MC and, you know, the rap culture and music, whether it's jazz or classical or country or rock or rap, I mean, you know, an artist has to be in flow. I get it. Um, But from a business and life and, and personal development perspective, I've always kind of been like, well, hold on, what the fuck? Because yo, I have got to pay my bills. I've got to pay my team which means I got to move. I got to book business. I can't just sit around with flowers in my hair, you know, lighting all the freaking candles and playing with all the crystals. All shit, I'm down with. But sort of, you know, I can't flower my way. (laughs) I can't namaste my way into financial freedom. If I'm just sitting around all namaste, how is shit going to get done? Anyone else? I mean, fully transparent, right? So, I mean, it sounds good and it feels good, but is it even real? So, it just sort of ignored it, right? I kept at the grind while setting boundaries, and we're going to talk about this, to protect my joy, which for me felt like and feels like being in flow. Then, more recently, I was in an event over the summer um, and three panelists were on stage and they were asked to share their biggest piece of entrepreneurial advice. And one of the girls said, attract, don't chase. Else. Shit. There it was again. Okay, I thought, I love it. I love it. I'm here for it, but it has the same vibes as flow, babe, not force. So while I agree on the vibe and intention of that advice, what's the tactical? What's the tactical on it? How do I attract what I want while making sure I'm still chasing down what I want? How do I attract what I want while making sure? I am putting momentum behind what it is that I want, i.e. chasing it down. You know, around here, we have that yes and mindset, which is the name of the show, okay? This means that we say yes to get ourselves in the game and claim what we want. In other words, attract what we want, right? We say yes to get in the game and claim it, right? right? That's the beginning. That's how we attract. And we also move it forward with and by saying, yes, this is what I'm claiming. This is what I want. And what is the next thing I can do? Not all the things, the next thing I can do to put some momentum behind it, which is essentially the chase. So I thought, let's do a quick podcast episode on this so we can break it the fuck down because I think you need a dope balance of both. So let's talk about chasing first, chasing. As for chasing, in my opinion, I don't think it's all that bad. On on one hand, you can chase a partner or force a standard that you'll never reach, right? Like, that feels forceful and a little icky. But on the other hand, you could chase a goal that really motivates you and gives you a sense of meaning and purpose. You could pursue a partner or a relationship that you find deep value in, right? Finding ways to make it mutually beneficial. Forcing things, well, that's different. It feels negative or micromanaging or controlling in nature because it is. So in my opinion, forcing and or chasing things can look like, number one, uh, a way we can force ourselves into a box or put ourselves up against a brick wall or feel like we can never catch up or keep up is by comparing ourselves to other people comparison number 1 is a state of force right um you know you're trying to be like others you're doing things because other people are doing them or you're doing things others want you to do more than focusing on what you want to do. May you never disappoint yourself, babe. We talk about that here on the show, right? We're gonna disappoint other people in life, but may you never disappoint yourself, okay? But we get stuck in comparison. So we do all these things for other people because we think that that, that will give us their favor or we think because they're doing it, we need to do it. And it, oh, it just puts us in a box and it can be a proverbial brickwork wall. Another way we can force things um, is by, by being constantly available. And I think it steals our focus and focus is a powerful way to be in flow, which we'll talk about. So if you are constantly available, if you have your email and your DMs and your notifications and your cell phone on all day, and you are always accessible. Now, if you are a doctor, a brain surgeon, you're giving birth to babies, I mean, obviously take yourself off this list you're going to have your beeper, you're going to do your thing, you're going to be ready for surgery. But I'm talking about most of us who are not on call, right? Like, you know, I get it. We have kids and people that need us. I'm not I'm not trying to say that we aren't available for our kids or the people that need us. But from a work perspective, from a regular day-to-day when you are constantly available to everyone else and their needs with no boundaries... it's going to feel exhausting and overwhelming and you are forcing yourself again into a box, right? And that leads to resentment and regret. Other ways we force or chase, you know, this sort of weird micromanaging behavior is by reacting. Instead of responding, like making snap decisions, not having boundaries with yourself or with other people, like literally wearing other people down, right? Like beating a dead horse, right? Always we force and chase things, which always makes us feel more frantic because things are always urgent. So I I don't know. I think we have to really be careful here because we want to chase down um, things that motivate us and give us a sense of meaning and and purpose, but we must beware. Comparison and being constantly available and reacting and not having boundaries and always looking at things as urgent, always urgent, right? I need it by close of business, per my last email, all that bullshit, right? It forces us into a box, up against a brick wall, and it takes the joy right out of the work we're doing. So let me give you an example of a time I forced something, okay? Um, Well, I've got a few for you. So you ready? Um, Number one, I have totally forced relationships. (laughs) I have definitely chased after guys I knew were bad for me, right? And it didn't end well. It didn't end well. Because let me tell you something. If he is into you, he will let you know. If he is not texting you back, babe, he's not into you, okay? You cannot psychopath your way into a relationship with someone who doesn't want to be in a relationship with you, right? Like if you were a priority, you would be a priority. And if a guy is into you, let me tell you, you will know. You won't have to guess because if a guy is into you, he will call you. He will text you back. But I have spent so many years and nights and days losing tears and losing my mind over relationships that I was trying to force to be something that they just were never going to be, right? So I've totally forced relationships. I've totally made bad and very expensive business decisions because I wanted to do what everyone else is doing. Like everybody hired this media coach or everybody's using this agency or, you know, everybody has um, a social media manager or everybody, like if you have a small team and that's a big myth, like if you have a small team, you're not a legit business, right? So I've done all this stuff and spent all this money because it's what everybody else was doing. And it's, it's just a bunch of bullshit, right? It's a limiting belief. You have to do what works for you. But I was trying to force my business and my life and my team to be a certain way. And it wasn't, which causes a ton of stress, right? I have totally burned a business bridge because I reacted too quickly to an email. I was trying to force my perspective into the conversation. I was trying to ugh, handle it instead of sleeping on it and talking to someone about it, like Amanda or my husband, or just seeing if maybe when I woke up in the next 24 hours, <laughs> that I might have a different perspective on the email I received, right? So I have lost relationships and business partnerships because I've reacted too quickly to something in an email. And I have absolutely lost so many creative business hours because I've made myself constantly available, right? Forcing people or things to be a certain way will never work. Chasing with an intention will leave you focused. So the question is, how do we win? How do we channel our inner beastie boy here. Let it go. Let yourself flow. Slow and low. That is the tempo. Like how do we do that? How do we win? How do we chase with intention, which gives us the flow we desire and actually helps us attract what we want? So a couple of ideas. Number one, in order to attract, there is an energy behind it because energy is everything. So first things first, in order to attract something, you need to be magnetic. There needs to be some quality that pulls other things, people, places, opportunities towards you because it's aligned or it's in a matching state. This is why I hate the advice, fake it till you make it. Because if you are faking this, you're going to attract people to your life and your business and your career from dating to clients you're gonna attract people that are attracted to this fake version of yourself. So you might as well start singing Beastie Boys lyrics, even if it's really bad, sooner than later, because that's gonna attract the people who head nod to it, who get it, who are like, that's my people. I love her. She is me and I am her, right? So it's not fake it till you make it, it's make it till you make it. And you wanna get yourself into an aligned or matching state, right? And you first have to have the the courage to really show up as yourself and who you are because all of that is gonna attract um the people who vibe with your vibe and that's what flow is in my opinion it is attracting what you want and that comes first you understanding that you need to be magnetic and really show up as yourself because that's what attracts new energy and new opportunities to you. Okay so in my opinion here's what flow and attracting what you want looks like. Um, number one, Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries with your time, with your energy, with your space. I think we get so obsessed with managing our to-do list and our schedule um, that we forget about the most important thing to manage, which is our energy right? Um, so the fundamental question I ask myself every morning, the, the, the number one question I ask myself every morning, and I think it's transformed my entire life. I've even made it a huge part of the goal-focused planning process and the planner. I created the possibility planner. Shameless plug in the show notes to learn more. But the first thing I'm asking myself, you know, as I think about my, my priorities and my day and my Moving my business forward um, every day and my life alongside of it is I say, okay, well, where am I in my day? Where are my goals? Where are my dreams? Where are my priorities? So flow to me is healthy boundaries and asking myself every morning, great, where am I in my day? And I think that really can help you realign your priorities and make you a part of the show. Because at the end of the day, uh, none of it works if you don't work. And I think that walks us right into intention, which is all about flow, right? Deciding what you want and then giving it energy, right? What do you want? And then give it energy. Okay. That is the true definition of manifestation, in my opinion. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But yeah, setting an intention. What do you want? And then give it some energy. Being present. Being present today is another way to be in flow. I was just listening to the SmartList podcast on my way to the office here. And they were talking to Tony Hale, who was on Arrested Development with uh, Jason Bateman and Will Arnett. So they were in this conversation about, you know, in Hollywood, there's this bad habit of like you finish up because it's all project-based. So you finish a project and then they're like, okay, great. So what's next for you? What's next for you? What's next for you? And so you're always kind of living in this like, oh my God, if I don't have something next, like I'm a loser. I'm not worthy. I'm not valid. I'm not enough. And it it starts to, they were talking about fuck with your psyche, right? And so they were talking about like, how do you handle that? Like, how do you get yourself out of that? Oh my God, then, you know, I'm only as good as the next thing energy. And, and Tony Hale says, listen, I have worked really hard to focus on being present today, like right now in this moment. And this is so hard. We talk about it, but really being present for all All the stuff you've worked so hard to build that you've earned and you have now, because if you can't do that, how will you ever be present? when you get to where you want to go. Right? So I loved that beautiful reminder today. And I know I needed it so much because I can suck the joy right out of my day and go out of flow and into force. Um, because I am too worried about the future and I'm too stressed about all the things I want to do and who I want to become and all the stages I want and the books I want to write and all of that stuff that I'm, I'm forgetting that like, this is it like right here, right now. Like, this is this is your legacy today, this moment. Like, you may not get tomorrow. We may not wake up tomorrow. We may not get it. I could be driving home from the office and poof, lights out, right? Like, but right now, this moment, this podcast episode <laughs> could be the last thing I ever say. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom here, but you get my point. Like, this moment right now, it's your legacy with your kids, with your spouse, with yourself, with your business. And while it's so awesome to be thinking of the next thing, we do that in this community. That's our and right? We've got to keep things moving. But are you present? for what you have right now. And that requires focus, which is another way we can attract what we want. It's another way to be in flow. We have to guard our attention. And there's a lot of people that want to steal it from us. I think it is the thing that gets stolen from us the most, right? Um, So we have to guard our focus with our lives. And we have to set boundaries in order to do that, right? Flow also looks like responding. Instead of reacting, taking the time to really think about how you want to respond and who you want to be in that response, right? It looks like not rushing a relationship and instead adding value and sharing and helping and solving problems and being curious. It looks like being relaxed. Flow looks like collaboration. And and flow certainly looks like a little slice of happy in every day. For me, I know I'm in flow if, you know, I'm asking myself every morning, you know, where am I in my day? And sometimes it is a goal. I, I prioritize a big goal. Or a big project, and it's business related. But sometimes it is me saying, I'm going to go see a show, or I'm going to watch some stand up comedy, or I'm going to go shopping or I'm going to go get that pedicure I've been putting off or I'm going to just take a really long bath and lock myself in the bathroom, right? Like I'm always trying to think about like, can I get a little slice of happy in my day today? Even if it's like 10 minutes, we all got 10 minutes. And to me, that is like a vibe. That is flow. That is living a life and running a business on your own terms, right? So, Let me share uh, some examples of of times I've attracted things, okay, to help us really set this in and and bake the pie, okay? Um, From leaving corporate to starting a speaking business, to writing a book, to starting this podcast, I mean, honestly, all of them are examples of attraction and flow because I set, and we're going to come back to intention and attention, because it's all manifested and come to life because I've set a clear intention. I've got clear on my yes. I decided what I wanted. And then I gave that yes, that intention, that decision, attention or energy. And see, I think that's the secret of flow. That is the law of attraction in one sentence. And it's this give your intentions attention period. And they will happen. So it seems to me that instead of obsessing over any pop culture jargon of the time, attract, not chase, for example, we instead become obsessed with the most important tool you will always have control over, your focus. Because no matter how you slice and dice it, What you focus on will expand, good or bad. So it's critical we choose wisely because you will always attract what you chase. All right, yo, I'd love to know what was your biggest takeaway from this week's episode? Talk to me. You know, I'd love to hear from you. I always love hearing from you. Do not be shy. You can hit me up on the gram, send me a DM, or you can email me anytime at hello at judyholler.com. We look at those emails daily. And as always, I'm going to be back here with you next Wednesday. So get excited. Our content is juicy this winter and fall season, and we're going to get you rockstar ready for 2023. So I love you. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reviewing. I hope this fired you up a little bit. And most importantly, I hope it gives you the permission to go get more flow in your life. And I highly encourage you to go listen to that Beastie Boys song, Slow and Low. That is the tempo. Mm. All right. We'll see you next week.